I believe that when we have our boundaries dialed in and working properly for us, that we become the best versions of ourselves. And that makes us more effective as moms, business owners, and in all the other areas of our lives. Today, we're chatting about how to identify those boundaries that aren't working for you and three things to consider instead. So if that sounds like something you need, then you're in the right place. Let's jump right in. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? <laughs> hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama of three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy-to-implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Before we jump into this episode, I wanted to let you know that I have just a few more openings for Mama Business Strategy Sessions this month. Here's the deal. In order to have a successful business, you have to have paying clients and customers. That means knowing who your ideal client is and how to reach them, understanding why your client should choose you over the competition, and designing marketing systems that work to generate leads over and over again without sacrificing your family. That's exactly what a one-hour Mama Business Strategy Session is designed to help you do. After the session, you'll be able to make your first sale or your 10th without feeling salesy, sleazy, or annoying everyone you know on social media. Overcome decision paralysis when it comes to the practical and technical side of running your business. And sleep well at night knowing you don't have to do all the things in order to be successful. Plus, you'll know the next right action step to take to jumpstart the next phase of your business life. Sound like something you need? Schedule your session today at sarahbrumley.com slash strategy. Once again, that's sarahbrumley.com slash strategy. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama Business Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley, and I am so happy that you are here today joining me for this discussion about boundaries. Specifically, we're going to talk about those boundaries we have or think we have that just aren't working and what to do when we're just plain feeling overwhelmed. Now, if you're listening to this episode in real time, then you know that there hasn't been a podcast episode in four weeks. Four weeks. It seems like a lifetime of things has happened in that time frame, but the reality is that it's summer break for my entire family, so I have had the opportunity to spend a lot of time just relaxing with them, working on some major house projects we needed to get done, from painting to plumbing to fixing flooring, you name it, we've done it, and it feels really good to have those things mostly accomplished. So we are able now to get ready to head back into the fall, feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the school year, which for us doesn't start until after Labor Day 
and that's crazy as well. But anyways, the best part about taking a break, I think, is that it really illuminates those things in life that actually matter. Whether those are the things that matter to you personally, your family, your business, your dreams, whatever it might be, I just think that a lot of times we end up in business or in life or whatever else it might be kind of in a pattern of just doing the day in, day out type of stuff without necessarily recognizing when things aren't working well. But when we take a break, when we turn off that phone, shut down that social media, take away the opportunity for constant contact with our email, and just focus on being in the moment, it's during those times that we start to clarify our purpose for doing what we're doing. And it allows us to recognize the things that are holding us back from truly achieving our dreams, right? And as for me, I've really noticed in the past few months that I've been feeling overwhelmed, feeling like I'm drowning a little bit in some of the pieces of my life and business. And I can definitely say with complete certainty that the reason for that feeling of overwhelm is directly related to the boundaries I was either not setting or not adhering to. So that's exactly what I want to spend some time talking about today. This is important because I believe that when we have our boundaries dialed in and working properly for us, then we become the best versions of ourselves, just like I said in the intro. And because we become the best versions of ourselves, we become better moms, right? We become more effective as moms. We become more effective as business owners and in every other area or activity we participate in in our lives. Plus, we enjoy all of those things so much more. At least I know I do. So I'm really hopeful that that is the same thing for you. So to begin with, let's go ahead and talk about a few of the signs that your boundaries aren't working for you. And keep in mind, this is not an exhaustive list, but it'll probably help you identify in yourself some of the areas that might be suffering due to a lack of boundaries. So some of these feelings that you might have could include overwhelm, a feeling of claustrophobia, like the entire world is starting to close in on you resentment, maybe resenting your phone or interruptions or people or, you know, clients or whatever else it might be, annoyance, guilt, anxiety, feeling tired all the time. And honestly, it could include this turn towards substances, food, or other feel-good activities that aren't actually good for you as a substitute. Any of those ring true for you? And when these feelings are coming up consistently, it's a pretty good indicator that something is off with your boundaries, that you haven't set a boundary that you need in a given situation, or that you aren't keeping and demanding respect around the boundaries that you do have. Now, I don't say any of this so that you'll beat yourself up over it. You know me, I'm not trying to beat you up, but I do just want you to know the indicators because the truth is that when we continue in this pattern of behavior without adhering to our boundaries, without creating boundaries that we can adhere to, that's when we find ourselves on the path to burnout, to giving up, to not achieving those goals, those dreams that really matter to us. Knowing that, I really want us to just go ahead and jump into the three things that you should consider as you're contemplating your boundaries or lack thereof. And I'm going to give you examples from my own life too, so that you can understand how you can apply these concepts to your life and to your business. 
first thing I want you to consider is that boundaries give you freedom. Now, this might sound a little counterproductive because we often think of boundaries as something that holds us back, like a fence or a guardrail. But the truth is that those boundaries actually allow us the freedom to do the things that we want and need to do in order to be successful. I drew a boundary about a year ago that I was only going to take on certain client projects in my business. So I take on website design for service providers. I do system setup in the form of customer relationship management platforms like Dubsado or HoneyBook. And then I also set up email marketing platforms. These are the things for me that I know with complete certainty move the needle for my ideal clients. And knowing that, I don't have a problem saying no to other one-off projects like e-commerce or paid ads or anything along those those lines. It's a boundary I drew because it's a boundary I needed to have for myself. And because of that boundary, I'm able to provide the best results to the clients I work with. How does that boundary give me freedom though? Like that's the question, right? Well, this last week I actually had a call with a potential client. He signed up on my website. I have a form there that people can sign up and get a time to talk with me. And he said he needed a website design. All right, easy peasy. He checked the box for website design. And so I met with him to talk about his project. Without getting into the specifics, though, it was very clear that we were not a good fit. He was interested in an e-commerce site and was really needing help with inventory management. That's not something I do, right? I just listed off the things I do and that is not one of them. And because I know that, because I've already set that boundary, I was able to just quickly let him know that our working together wasn't going to be a good fit. And I was able to give him recommendations for other options going forward. Now, did I miss out on having him as a client and getting paid for the project that he was offering me? Yeah, we can look at it that way, right? But I know that if I'd taken on his project, I'd have likely felt resentment and frustration with it as it progressed. And it's not about e-commerce being bad because it's definitely not. I've done plenty of e-commerce sites in the past, but in this case, I know that my current business um, standard operating procedures, uh, my systems, all of that is just not set up to manage a project like that. I use specific systems and specific processes, and those are just not conducive to a product-based business setup. And that's okay. In fact, it's better than okay. It's great because I know what works for my ideal client, the service-based entrepreneur. So recognizing the trade-offs, the expense of completing a project like the one he offered me, the time involved, the likely need for additional childcare or tech in order to complete it, by having that boundary in place, I had the freedom to say no, and I absolutely used it, which was awesome. On the flip side of that, on the very same day, I had a call with another potential client. Same thing, he signed up on my website, went through the form, checked the box for website design, and we met on a call to discuss what he wanted. Now, as a service provider, so here you're already hearing my keywords, right? As a service provider, he needed help optimizing his current website as well as some ongoing management of it. Absolutely fits within my business offerings and is something that I love to do because I know that I can get him the best results. So you can easily understand that setting this type of boundary allows you to say no to the things that aren't a good fit so that you can have the freedom to say yes to the things that are, to projects you actually want, to things that fit within your existing scope of work, to the clients and missions that resonate with you. And on the personal side, you can say yes to the things that matter most because you aren't tied up in projects or commitments that you are resenting. So 
first and foremost, I want you to consider that boundaries give you freedom. The second thing to consider is that boundaries won't and shouldn't necessarily be the same for everyone. And I kind of feel like this should be a no-brainer. And yet, how many times do we look around at other people and think, well, she doesn't have that boundary and she's okay, or she can do that thing and she's okay, so why do I need a boundary around it? And that's a valid question. And yet it all comes down to you, to what you need to be successful in any area of your life. Let's use let's use social media as an example, okay? This is a common struggle for many. Some people need to draw a hard line around social media. They close their account because they know they can't be trusted to scroll endlessly, to get um, caught up in the drama, to compare themselves to others, or to neglect their kiddos while they do all of the above, right? They have to close the account and eliminate the temptation altogether. Others might still need to draw a hard line in the form of removing it from their devices, but they're not necessarily in need of shutting the entire account down, right? So it's not completely gone, but it's just been made very hard to access. Others might be able to adhere to self-imposed restrictions on it, like not accessing it when their kids are awake or only looking at it during a certain time of day, right? It might not be that hard line taking it away completely, but there are self-imposed restrictions. And then there are those that just don't struggle with it. And if that's you, raise your hand and give yourself a pat on the back. So so not me. But these are people that just don't see an effect on their day-to-day lives. And because of that, they don't need to set themselves a boundary around social media. They just use it responsibly. You can see that those varying situations all require a different type of boundary. And of course, there will likely be other variations of boundaries related to social media or whatever else it is as well, right? It all depends on what you need in order to be successful. In my case, I really don't use social media itself much at all for anything, but I have used the messenger or DMs end of it, and clients and potential clients often want to reach out to me that way. Because I know that, because I've experienced that for so many years, I know that I can't have social media on my phone at all. I try it, I go back and forth with it, and it's never a good situation. And that's the same for work email too. I'm just not good with boundaries around it. When someone reaches out and there's a notification, it pops up on my phone and says, hey, I'm having a problem with this, or can you answer this quick question? That's exactly where my brain goes and stays until I actually respond or until I actually fix their problem. And that's not fair to my family who also wants my undivided attention. And it's definitely not fair to myself either. I need a break when I'm not actually working. So I've had to draw a really hard line and take those things off of my phone so that I only have access to them from my desktop computer. And honestly, while I'm checking my work email frequently during the workdays, I really don't check in on social media more than once per week, sometimes once every other week, because I really do know that it's a distraction for me and it zaps my energy. So that's another boundary that I've had to set around it. Your boundaries could be anywhere with regard to that or anything else, right? We are all individual. And while that might be a good example of a boundary we set around something that is possibly not good for us, there are also times that we need to set boundaries on things that are good for us. For example, scheduling a certain time each day to exercise, a time that never gets allocated to something else, right? Maybe eight o'clock in the morning is your exercise time and you never use that time for anything else. Or maybe it's setting a time to get to the grocery store each week so that you can make good food choices and not order in, right? That probably helps keep you healthy and maybe ensures your budget remains intact or whatever else it might be. 
Another boundary I heard of recently was a friend of mine who told me that she leaves her bottle of vodka at another friend's home just so that she doesn't drink alone. She has a glass of something when they get together, but otherwise she goes home to her own house and she's not tempted to drink by herself. That's her boundary. Kind of a cool one, actually, I think. So you can see here that the sky is the limit, right? We can have boundaries in any area of our lives. But ultimately, I just wanted to give you these examples so that you can see that the boundaries you set or need to set are not going to look identical to the boundaries that somebody else is setting for themselves. That's okay. We're all unique. We're all individual. But we all need boundaries in some areas of our lives, right? Okay, the third thing to consider is that boundaries are often seasonal. In fact, I'd like to say that most of the boundaries you have, not all, but most, will change even slightly over the different seasons of your life. Child care, the lack thereof, can create the need for boundaries you wouldn't otherwise have in certain seasons of your life, right? In my case, when it was just my older girls, I could work any time during the school day and even sometimes when they were home and occupied. With a toddler at home now, I really don't have that luxury, which means that my working hours are very, very, very closely tied to my childcare hours. So I have to set very clear boundaries around which projects I can take and what my deadlines are based on the time that I have available. There's nothing wrong with that at all. It's a season, but it's also a season that I want to be successful in. I want to be successful at home, personally, professionally, and that means setting strong boundaries in all of those areas, especially around my working time. We often set boundaries around vacations or times off from school, right? These might be family boundaries regarding how much time can be spent with devices or how much time we spend outside or how many activities we have in a week or whatever else it might be. What about when you go on vacation and you set a screen-free boundary or a work-free boundary? Like you're not going to work at all, right? You just want to relax and have fun and not be focused on those things that aren't relaxing and fun. Those are boundaries we have for seasons, even if that season is just a week or two. Another seasonal boundary that we have within our family is around nap times and bedtimes. And this has been a boundary we've had since my girls were little. They're now teenagers, but we have a toddler now. So the nap time situation is back in the mix again. But we have nap times and bedtimes happen at the same time each and every day. And we rarely deviate from that no matter what the activity might be. That's a boundary that I know is not going to last forever, but for now, it really matters to us. And honestly, I love the fact that we have it in place because our kids get the sleep that they need and we don't have to think about it on a case-by-case basis. Instead, it's a blanket no to anything during that time frame that poses a threat to them getting the sleep that they need. I don't know about you, mama, but I feel like that's freedom at its best. So before you think of those boundaries being the end all for your entire life, remember that a lot of boundaries we set are seasonal. They are meant for a time so that we can be successful during that season. And that's what we want, right? We want to be successful. We want to be successful at home. We want to be successful in life. And we want to be successful in business. And boundaries help us do that. Alrighty, that brings us to the action part of this episode, and we all know that action is where the dreams turn into the reality, and today's action step is this. I want you to think about your life, the season of life you're in, the responsibilities you currently have, your dreams or goals, and the ways that you might feel overwhelmed or frustrated or just plain out of sorts. What boundaries have you set that you aren't sticking to? 
What boundaries do you need that would allow you the freedom that you desire? The freedom to say no to the things that will be a detriment to you achieving success. The freedom to say yes to the things that really matter that will really make a difference for you long term. Because those feelings of overwhelm, frustration, and resentment don't benefit you. In fact, I'll dare to say that they are leading you straight toward burnout, and nobody wants that. So today, just take some time to prioritize what matters, and then put those healthy boundaries in place so that you can be successful at home, in business, and in life. And if this is something you're struggling with when it comes to business, that's what I'm here for. Grab a mama business strategy session and let's chat about how to help you put boundaries in place that you can carry with you going forward. Boundaries that will give you the freedom you need and desire so that you can achieve those big dreams you have. If that sounds like something you need, head to sarahbrumley.com slash strategy to get on my calendar. In the meantime, mama, just know that I am cheering you on. You've got this. Have an amazing day and I will chat with you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.